This is Issues 2018. I'm Steve McIntosh, and our guest is Jackie Gerzen, Executive Director, Old Cowtown Museum. Welcome to Issues 2018. Thank you. And for listeners who may not be familiar with Cowtown, where is it located, Jackie? <laughs> Let's start with the basics, okay? Let's start with the basics. Yeah. It's located on Museum Boulevard over by the Art Museum along the river in downtown Wichita. And is it open to visitors every day? Uh, we're closed in the winter right now. We're closed Sundays and Mondays. Other than that, we're open every day, 10 to 5. Um, okay, I was going to my next question. What are your hours of operation? <laughs> I beat you to it. <laughs> what was it again? <laughs> I said I beat you to it. Ten well, to five. Ten to five. Okay. And what's what's the admission price? It's nine dollars for adults, eight dollars for seniors, and then we have kids prices as well. Seven dollars for older kids and six dollars for the little kids. But kids four and under are free. I'm going to take you back a few years. In fact, take myself back a few years. I remember playing in the dusty streets of Cowtown when I was a young boy in the mid-50s. Oh, wow. It was just a small collection of old buildings. There wasn't much rhyme or reason to it. Right. Uh, no fence, uh, no enclosure. Uh, would you give us a little bit of history uh, about the, the, the Cowtown Museum? When did Wichita really get serious about Cowtown and, and put it, make it what it is now, which is a really neat place? Yeah, they started contributing to it um, more in the 1960s. It opened to the public in the 50s. And then when we got to the uh, state centennial in 1961, um, they really did a building blitz out there, built a whole lot of buildings and kind of started making it into a western town. It was more at that time kind of based off of the TV westerns. So it wasn't really reaching museum status at that point. It was kind of more created to be a replica western town. Okay, yeah. So And then um, it... It so, kind of evolved into being the museum. So why do we call it a museum then? Is it uh, now we're an accredited museum with artifacts. We've got professional staff that are all historians or, um, or you know, college graduates in the field. So, so you can actually learn something out there. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's very educational. How many uh, how many visitors do you entertain in a year? Uh, about seventy thousand. Okay, about seventy thousand a year. Yeah. And where do they come from? What do they say about the experience there? Uh, well, we get visitors from all over the world. We have visitors that come in from Germany, Australia, um, a lot of people from Japan, China. So we get them all around the world, all around the country. We had a visitor at one of our events that came from Alaska specifically just to come to an event at Cowtown, so that was kind of cool. Wow, yes. So, yeah. So, so they're from all over the world. Do you have oh, any yeah. language barriers with them? Or? A little bit sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> People that come in and they start kind of motioning to us that they don't know what we're saying, and so, yeah. So what, what do they like about it? What do they say? What, um, what's your feedback? The feedback we usually get is it's amazing, it's unique, it's one of a kind. People talk about the the history that they get to see there that you don't get to experience anywhere else because you really get to immerse yourself in it. And, you know, especially in the countries like Germany, they're fascinated by the American West. So to them, that's just one of the coolest things ever. And to the local people, you know, they have the same feeling. Wow, this is really cool. I didn't realize this was here. This is this is so neat. You know? Do you get a lot of field trips? We do. We get a lot of field trips. We actually have some today. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And uh, from all over the area? or just uh, Yeah, all around the state. And we get some that come in from Oklahoma. Uh, we get Hutchinson. We get a lot from Sumner County. There's a grant that allows kids from Sumner County to come in, so we get a lot of them. But then also, obviously, Wichita schools, Mays, Goddard, Derby, Hayesville. How so, is yeah. Cowtown financed? 
Uh, we are financed through the city of Wichita. We're operated, owned and operated by the city of Wichita. And then we also have a nonprofit board that provides some of our financing. Now, the, can you give us a little bit of an idea how the village was uh, assembled over the years? I mean, you've got uh, houses there that are they the originals actually that yes. uh, were there because what what's the really old one that looks like a cabin is that Munger or is yes that, that's the Munger house how old is that house uh, it was started in 1868 and finished in 1869 and there wasn't a town here till 1872 right a formal town right, right. it's the uh, first uh, substantial building that was in Wichita at the time and it was originally located at Ninth and Waco there's a little marker there if you go there's a little marker okay. at Ninth and Waco to show where it was it was moved to Cowtown in 1940. And was basically the first building for Cowtown. So yeah, all of our homes that we have there, all of the houses are original to the time period. But you know, one thing that's is uh, is a saloon in that area. Is that original or is that uh, something that's been built? That um, is a- our saloon is an original building from uh, Derby, actually. Oh really? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's an 1870s building from Derby. So a majority of the buildings at Cowtown are original from the between the 1870s and 1890s. Um, a few of them, like I said, they had the building blitz in, in 61 where they built a bunch of buildings along Main Street. But a majority of the buildings are authentic. One of the things I like, and it kind of dominates uh, the skyline, is the uh, is the uh, grain elevator. Oh, yeah. Which I, I think that's a f- – what, what era is that from? Uh, that's in uh, early 1900s, I believe. It's either late 1800s or early 1900s. But it is the only working grain elevator of its kind in North America. Caltown won an award in 1986 for the restoration on the wow. grain elevator. And what did you find that? Or did you build it yourself? Or did yeah, it, it was moved from, um, I want to say Bentley. Okay. I think is where it was moved in from, or Benton. I always get those two mixed up. The That's two Bs, terrible. the B-town. Yes. <laughs> but it was it was moved in, um, moved in from there back in the 80s and restored and it actually still functions there's a button in it you can press and you can watch it work all right now now are you planning to bring any other structures onto the grounds i mean uh, to me it, uh, you run out of space or not <laughs> yeah we're a little bit landlocked <laughs> so we're kind of running out of space we'd love to to bring in especially more houses um where are you going to get them i mean yeah that's the thing is that you have to we have to find them in wichita and figure out a way to move them so yeah we would love to have to have more buildings and to expand the town of course, you can get out and go out there just about, uh, I don't know, how when, how often do you have the gunfights? I mean, I'm sure people just love the gunfights. Oh, they do. They're- we have those during our regular season, which is basically April through October. We have those every day at uh, noon and 3.30, except on the weekends when we have them a little more frequently next season. We're going to do three on the weekends. Okay. And who does those? Who are those people? Um, during the weekdays, it's our staff that does them. Oh, you really? Yeah. I've even done some. They're very fun. And on the weekends, it's we have two different volunteer groups. We have the Cowtown Cowboys and the River City Renegades, and they take turns doing the gunfights. You know, when I was a younger, again, <laughs> uh, we lived for a time in Dodge City and a Front Street down there. I, this was back in oh, late 50s, early uh-huh. 60s, and, and they had uh, – I forget what they called them, but they were, they were ladies who were doing – were like can-can dancers. Oh, yeah. And uh, do, do we? And I know we've had those at Cowtown. Yes, do we, we still do. have those here? We do. We have the Dixie Lee Saloon Girls. Ah, that's what they're called. I forgot. Yes. And uh, who are those ladies? Uh, they are volunteers that mm-hmm. um, some of them have been out there for a long time. We're always getting new volunteers. So we have a few new people. But they come out and perform, especially at special events. And then occasionally they'll come out on some of the weekends and perform. We want to talk more about special events uh, here in a minute. But I know you have... 
the month of uh, December is uh, pretty much packed with stuff. It's, it's an exciting time at Cowtown. Yes, it is. Um, why? I mean, because, you know, why is it just December? I mean, it, not everything, but there, there's a lot right. going on. There is. And, yeah. and we've got several months now, especially coming up in 2019, that are going to be really busy. But December, we've got our Victorian Christmas event, which is four days. And um, we also have our breakfast with Santa, which is two different mornings. So it is kind of busy out there. What, what is the uh, what was the first one you mentioned there? Victorian Christmas. What is what is that now? It is a chance to experience a Christmas from the 1870s, basically, and you get to come out. We've got different activities in the building, so we'll have parlor games. You can string popcorn. You can watch people wrap presents. You can watch a play in the schoolhouse. We've got carolers. The saloon girls will be dancing. The Victorian dancers, which is the entre new Victorian dancers, they will be out, and we'll have Santa Claus there, so you can go and visit Santa Claus. We've got somebody cooking a traditional Christmas dinner out at the farm, so they're making the full Christmas dinner. Stagecoach rides around the grounds, so it's going to be a lot of fun. You, uh, they used to have a cafe called Delmonico's, yeah. I think. Is that still part of Cowtown? Nope, no. gone away. Yep, so we have, away. do we have a working restaurant there? Our saloon functions as our restaurant. Okay. And there's not, it's not a full-service restaurant or anything. We've got uh, hot dogs, brats, chips, snacks, sarsaparilla, of course, because you got to have sarsaparilla in the oh, saloon. Yeah, sarsaparilla, which is basically, <laughs> mm, I can't remember what it tastes like. Like root beer, basically. Yeah, root beer. Yeah. yeah. I've tasted yeah. sarsaparilla. Yeah. Oh, there you go. And you're listening to Issues 2018 on the Intercom radio stations. Our guest is Jackie Gerson, Executive Director, Old Cowtown Museum. I don't know that uh, I'm going to ask you uh, for an opinion about something. Well, yeah, I recently was watching, uh, again, National Lampoon Vacation, where they stop in Dodge City uh-huh. with mountains in the background. And, of course, it's <laughs> yes, the cheesy course. front street. Uh, would you see that? What do you, what do you think about that? <laughs> that always makes me laugh because it's like they couldn't even find a place where you didn't get mountains in the shot. Well, you know, you when they filmed Gunsmoke back in the yes. 50s, same, the same thing with Dodge City. But uh, Yeah, there's a movie called Wichita that's the same way. It's yeah, supposed to be I've based in Wichita and it's got the mountains. Yeah. Well, anyway. Uh, it makes you laugh, though. It's like, well, okay, they tried. <laughs> yeah, they did. Now, I'm not going to get into a, a comparison with, with Front Street and Dodge, but you know, you, you guys are the only two games in town, I think, in Kansas. Yeah. But uh, yeah. there's just a little bit different deal. Um, and uh, the museum is quite good out there. I oh, think. it is. It's fabulous. We uh, the staff took a trip out there last year, and it's they do a great job out there. Yeah, when I was a again when I was a youngster living there, eight nine or ten years old, but when I take my Saturdays, I'd go down there and spend them out there at Front Street, looking at the, all the old guns and everything. Yeah. Well, say so history is so 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 great. I mean, how did you get involved? Are you a person who loved history when you were in school? I am. It's I blame my mother. <laughs> she <laughs> took me anytime we went on a road trip. We stopped at all the historical markers. Really? We went. To museums, yeah. So she kind of, kind of got my interest going in history, and I loved it growing up. Uh, when I was in high school, I won the National History Day competition and got to go to Washington D.C. All right. So it was when it came time to pick a career. It was funny because it was kind of like eh, I don't know what I want to. Oh, history. That oh, sounds yeah. like fun. There you go. <laughs> so, what, yeah. so where are you from then? Um, I've been in Wichita since I was 10, so, so I consider myself this a basically you're, you're okay. from Wichita. This is it then. <laughs> yep. Okay, let's talk about uh, some of the other uh, bigger events at Cowtown. You've, you mentioned the, some of the Christmas stuff. But what mm-hmm. else goes on out there? Uh, well, we have a Civil War Day, which we bring in a bunch of Civil War soldiers, and they recreate some battles in the streets. Or, yeah. yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, there's a lot of reenactors. They do encampments, which is really neat because you can go through the town and see them in their in their tents with their campfires, and and that's a really fun one. We have one coming up next year called Once Upon a Time, which is a fairy tale event that we do. It's for the kids. So basically, we do stories from the time period that they can come out and see fairy tale characters, like Hansel and Gretel. Um, we've got the Big Bad Wolf and Little Red Riding Hood. We do also incorporate some Disney princesses, even though that's not time period, but the kids love that. So, yeah. So we've got Wizard of Oz, which is really cool, and a few other ones that we, that we incorporate. You know, you're just right next door to the Mid-America All-India Center. Mm-hmm. Uh, what kind of attention do you give, if any at all, to uh, the, the Native Americans who actually populated the place where you're sitting there? Well, we actually have an event coming up in 2019 called People of the Plains. Oh, great. We're going to focus on that. Yeah. Yeah. We've had um, Greg Victors, who does Wichita War Dancer. We've had him come out, and he does a great job. He does uh, dancing and then also explains what the dances are for. He explains his costuming and that kind of thing to kind of give us a Native American element there. I'd love to incorporate more. It's kind of in development that we'll do more. But, yeah, People of the Plains is something I'm excited about, and that's – in August, I believe. Do you count special fundraisers like uh, a golf tournament uh, or anything like that? <laughs> we have one fundraiser a year in, usually in September. Next year, it may be in October, but we have the Wine Mosey. Which the is, Wine Mosey, okay. Which right. is our big fundraiser for the year. Now, as part of your job, you've probably learned a lot about the history of Wichita in the early days. Uh, where is Cowtown related to, uh, now related to where the city's original location? Is that where the city was located? No. It's, a little bit to the east of there? Or something. Yeah, yeah. If you think where Delano is, and then also think Ninth and Waco, which is where the, the Munger House originally was, that's kind of the area of, of you know, Wichita's beginnings. Did you have any idea why the founders decided to build a town here? I know that wasn't there an Indian settlement here first? There was. Yeah. Uh, there was trading post here. Trading post, yeah. Yeah. Well, we're right on the Chisholm Trail. Yes, we are. I forgot about that. Yeah, and we actually have a building that was on the Chisholm Trail built in 1865. It's our oldest building. What's that called? It's called the Trapper's Cabin. It's right next to the Munger House. Okay. Uh, When the original people got here, do you you know of... Uh, you know, when the settlers came in, was there any problem with the Indians? I don't. Not really. I don't. No. I never heard anything that there was. I know no, that there you, weren't any real big Indian conflicts. You go down to Oklahoma and Texas and talk about the Comanches. There were some problems. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but here, here there really weren't. Okay, let, I'm going to talk about some of your other facilities there. Uh, uh, your new main building, I call it new. <laughs> it's very, very nice. Um, when did you yes. When did you put that up? Uh, that was 2005. 2005. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Do you have events there? Uh, we do. We do a lot of uh, rentals in there, so we have a lot of weddings, and it's a beautiful venue for weddings. It's especially gorgeous. if somebody's like a, a country western fan. Yeah. And, yeah, and it's got a beautiful view of the river when good, the river's full. Good. <laughs> Sometimes it's a good view. Sometimes, Sometimes yeah. it's a sandbar. <laughs> kind of depends. Yeah. Sometimes there's a flood going on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, you have a lot of events there. Then yeah. at least a few. Yeah, we do. We have uh, a few, and we use it for. Um, a lecture series in the off season. We've got a screen in there, and so we do a really cheap uh, lecture series. It's only two or three dollars a person. I can't remember for sure what we charge, which is terrible. I should know that. Um, but we do different topics. Um, we've done the history of the streets of Wichita, which is really interesting. The street names and stuff like that. Yeah, so, yeah that would be that kind of stuff. Yeah. You have a gift shop there? Yes, okay. we have a gift shop. It's um, the SG Bastion and Sons. Gift shop. Okay. Uh, now I forgot to uh, had a note here that I wanted to ask you about the baseball games. Oh yeah. You have baseball games out there, and these are not. You know, I can't bring up my great big 
fielder's glove there that I <laughs> nope. used to play softball with. Oh, you, no, this, is, this is oldie days type baseball. <laughs> tell, us, tell us about that a little bit. Yeah, it's the Cowtown Vintage Baseball Team, and they play by the original 1860s and 70s rules. So no gloves. It's all barehanded. Um, they've got the original uniforms that they wear, and they travel around the state and actually around the region and go to different museums or different um, different ball fields and play. You, is it a big enough facility to do a rodeo there? You know, I, I would think not. I, yeah, we've talked about it, and we just can't figure out where we would be able it's to. Just fit not it. enough room. Yeah, it's because, pretty. Like I said, it's pretty landlocked. So yeah. Okay, so my class, high school class, had a reunion in Cowtown. In fact, our first reunion was our ten-year reunion. We did it in 1978, and we had it. Uh, we had our reunion at Cowtown. Oh, really? Um, do you have any gatherings like that, like we, reunions? Yeah, we do. We just had a North High reunion, a Southeast reunion, um, West High reunion. So, yeah, a lot of the, the high schools do their reunions right. out there. Tell us about really uh, the availability for private parties. You talked a, a little bit about weddings, uh, other parties like that. Uh, how, how do people get involved, um, and what do they do if they want to? Rent Cowtown. Right. You we, can't rent the whole thing, can you? Um, yeah, you can. <laughs> it's expensive, but you can do it. <laughs> okay. But, yeah, that would be a big event. Yes, yes. And we do have some, like we have the Kansas Junior Livestock Association rents it for their beef eater barbecue, and we're going to do the Cattle Barons Ball out there for the American Cancer Society. So, yeah, we've got some big ones that are that are out there. I'm not sure you're aware of the fact that I was in the uh, – sheep or uh, goat showing uh, thing that this last fall oh yeah <laughs> yes and uh, of course the mayor got the nice little mamby pamby goat so he won the competition <laughs> i had one that i seriously i thought it was a buffalo okay, this <laughs> thing had to weigh at least a ton and a half and they told me he said if he takes off don't try to stop it <laughs> Sure enough, he took off, but we came, he came back oh, again. Oh, gosh. But it was fun. That's I mean, hilarious. we had a good time out there. Um, tell us about the organized tours. Do you get many of those coming in? Like um, yeah, buses we get, coming in from other states and places? Yeah, we get quite a few bus tours. Usually they're the seniors um, that are on bus trips, but we get quite a few bus tours. Um, we've had some uh, foreign bus tours. Like we get uh, groups of foreign tourists that come in on buses. So, And usually with those, you know, we give them a brief tour and kind of let them explore the museum on their own. Do you partner within the other nearby attractions? I'm going to say somebody could do like a, the museum tour, bring a bus in and see two or three of the museums right there at one place. Uh, we've done uh, partnerships with Botanica for field trips and things like that before. We're trying to do a lot more with them since they're our closest neighbor. Okay. And they're really fun to work with. We do joint field trips with the Wichita Sedgwick County Historical Museum downtown. So they come in and do half a day at Cowtown and half a day there. You get a lot of Wichita history that way. You know, it's. Uh, I know that when my wife uh, several years ago, she worked for uh, uh, for Renta Renta Center, and she did. Uh, she organized meetings. They had one in in near Phoenix, mm-hmm. and they had uh, something that was really neat. They took these guys out on uh, a, a, a chuck wagon uh, kind of a. Experience where they were we got to play cowboy and they, oh, they had some actual guns they could shoot and things <laughs> yeah. like that. Uh, do you have anything similar to that? Like, a, a, of course, you're limited because where you can go. Exactly. Yeah. Of, but anything like that? Yeah, we're pretty limited. I mean, this thing about capturing, you were talking about the, the people from other countries, and the Old West is fascinating to so many people, including it is. me. Yeah. And you can see these people going out in the Flint Hills and going out for these campouts or whatnot. Yeah, but, and uh, we've talked about doing that. We've talked about having some overnight campouts that people can come and, and more immersive experiences. Right now, we don't have any. We've got some first person experiences, which I don't know 
if, you, if everybody knows the difference between first person and third person. But basically, when you say first person, it means they're becoming that character. So they pretend to be that person. Oh, okay. And so we've got some of those with a couple of Wichita's founders that you can come out and you can actually talk to a few of Wichita's founders and mm-hmm. hear some stories from them. Um, you know, did you tell me about uh, volunteers? Oh, our volunteers are amazing. Well, I, I, <laughs> I, you know, I do this show every week, and mm-hmm. I do similar – volunteers in this town are amazing, aren't mm-hmm. they? Yeah, they Tell really me about are. the volunteers. They really are. We have, on our rolls, we have about 300 volunteers. Usually at any given event, we have between 60 and 100, depending on the event, that will come out. Um, but they are amazing. They do so much. We just had an Age of the Gunfighter event last month, and basically it was all volunteer-led and planned. They, they did all the legwork to it. They are the ones that do, you know, the saloon dancing and the Victorian dancing and the gunfights, and, mm-hmm. and they provide so much. And then we also have independent volunteers that aren't part of that. And we have a Cowtown Social Club, which is a group of um, ladies that do bake sales and that kind of stuff. And all the money that they raise, they they give back to Cowtown. So. Do you think the city values this like it should? Do we promote as we should? Um, I and I don't know how you promote something like this, but... Do, right. Do, but. It's it's a difficult thing to promote. Yeah. I think the main issue is there's just not enough money, I think, is, is one of the biggest things. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that a lot of Wichitans know about it. I think once... It's funny because we hear so often from people that come out, we hear, I had no idea this was here. This is amazing. Yeah. But they just don't know or they forget, oh, I haven't been out here since I was in second grade. You know, they just <laughs> they forget about it. And I don't know. We're still trying to find that magic formula to try to keep ourselves in people's minds and try to get everybody to come back out. Maybe this will help a little bit. I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) Now, how did you get involved uh, with Cowtown, Jackie? Uh, It was actually kind of a funny story. I took my kids out there on a field trip, and um, it turned out that one of the dads in at their school was working at Cowtown and he knew they were hiring for part-time seasonal help. And so he's like, well, do you want a job for Christmas? And I said, sure. And that was 11 years ago. <laughs> I'm still there. So I worked my way up from part-time costume person and then I got a full-time job as the volunteer coordinator. And then I took over as executive director a couple of years ago. What's the biggest challenge that you have at Cowtown? Um, you talked about money. That's gonna that's, be- money is the biggest one. Um, funding and Trying to to make everybody understand that it's not um, it's not easy to try to operate something like that, and it's not just a matter of oh that's a great idea let's do it. It's a matter of that's a fantastic idea. We don't have the money, <laughs> so that's that's the hardest okay. part. Well, so what do you like best about your job, Jackie? Everything. <laughs> I feel really really. Yeah, lucky. I'm, I'm kind of envious of you because you like <laughs> sometimes there are things I don't like about my job. Right. I I really got so lucky. It's it's a dream job. It's a lot of fun. I love the people. Um, and the greatest part about Cowtown is there's always something new to learn. You never you never know everything. Even people that have been there, you know, since the 60s and 70s will tell me that, that there's there's always something new to learn. There's a new take on something or there's new information or you can find out something that you weren't aware of before. So there's always something new. And then, of course, the visitors, getting to talk to the guests and see how excited the kids are when they come in and watch the little light bulb come on above their head when they figure out something or they learn something. And just getting to talk to people from around the world is amazing. Well, I'm a history buff, and, uh, and Old West history fascinates me. And I'm, I just want to say thank you on a personal level. 
uh, for mm-hmm. Cowtown, and not just you, but there are a lot of people involved. But uh, yes. I just think it's a it's a, a local treasure, and uh, like you said, I wish more people knew about it, and we'd see more and more people coming in here every year to see you yeah. at Cowtown. A lot of exciting things going on in Cowtown, and you can check out the web page, which is just what Cowtown org. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's oldcowtown.org. There you go. Our guest yeah. is Jackie Gerzit, Executive Director, Old Cowtown Museum in Wichita. That's all for this edition of Issues 2018. We'll be back next week. Thank you for listening. I'm Steve McIntosh.